All right, welcome everybody back to another Men Talking Mindfulness Microdose. This is uh, this is a bit of a heavy dose, uh, this particular one. Uh, this is Will Schneider. Uh, thanks for joining us on this. And uh, I'm going to talk about uh, waking up. Uh, one thing that I've been experiencing, um, you know, in the world, you know, all the different places that I kind of am. I live in New York City. I family back in Pennsylvania, you know, I have friends here all over the planet, all different kind of places. And, you know, a lot of people know, obviously, that I do this work. And, uh, you know, I've been doing this work for quite a while. Um, and uh, definitely, I had my own kind of awakening, uh, as I've told my story many times on the show, you know, through breaking, getting my heart broken when I was 27. And, and, I, and I, I couldn't turn back. So because uh, of what, what really awakening does to us. So if you're in a place where you know, you you have um, gotten this place of clarity, or the first time that you're like, whoa, like the light bulb goes on, and the light bulb goes on when we be there's a moment where we are able to release from that fog of distress that kind of buries buries us in our mind, buries us in our patterns of doing things, burying us buries us in the same emotional behaviors and responses through the same actions and the same habits and the same thinking and all kind of works against us that fog of distress so what happens when um you wake up and then what do you do about it and uh, i just had in the last like week and a half i've uh, had three different men from completely three different parts of my life one dude i i met when i was like 15 and you know we uh we ran cross country together um, and uh, another guy that uh, I used to live in Philadelphia and I connected with my Philadelphia crew recently um, and uh, so a guy from there that I've been seeing for like you know 10 years at this event um, I never really had a conversation like this I'll talk about that in a little bit uh, and also um, you know another friend of mine here in New York City just having this epiphanal moment where it's like whoa like uh, I understand what it means to be present. I understand what it means to be clear. I understand uh, what it means to wake up. Like all of those different things that you might have heard with this woo-woo stuff, um, you might be experiencing. Uh, and uh, maybe you want to experience more of it. So uh, listen, um, I'll, I'll talk about that And uh, as we go through uh, different ways that you can keep your foot on the path right of, of developing more clarity getting to know yourself a little bit more and all those things that come together from knowing yourself um, but first I'll tell you a story about my friend from a long time ago that um, you know I, I connect with him for the first time in like I don't know 10 or 15 years um, pre-pandemic here in New York City um, and he was just you know uh, I haven't seen him a very long time he has a family um, you know, he's, he's just a really great guy. Solid, solid, solid dude doing a lot of different things and great things in the world. And I get a message from him, uh, and I haven't connected with him pre pandemic. I got a message from him, uh, saying, Hey, are you going to be around for Thanksgiving? You know, cause we have family and different people that we know, you know, from where I grew up and he has some family there too. And, um, uh, and I was like, it was kind of strange to, you know, to hear him contacting me, uh, you know, out of the blue, which I was like, Hey, it's great to hear from this guy. So, uh, we tech went back and forth and kind of text and, um, and he was saying how, uh, he had, he thinks he had this spiritual awakening that happened. And I, I don't know all the, I don't know the background. We didn't get a chance, uh, to, um, 
talk over Thanksgiving because he wasn't able to <laughs> come up. Uh, he wasn't able, we weren't able to meet and, but he didn't want to really talk about it over the phone either. He just really wanted to meet with me in person. So he's actually coming up <laughs> from Philadelphia where he is to New York City. Uh, we're going to have a conversation about, you know, what's he doing and how, he, how, he, how he's doing things, how he's feeling. Um, so I'm excited, you know, it just seems to be something out there right now that more and more people, more and more men in particular, you know, for the context of men talking mindfulness, that seem to be waking up, waking up um, from the um, duty of being the provider, the protector, and the conqueror. Like those are the typical, we talk about on the show, those three rewarded masculine ways of expressing ourselves. Um, and, uh, and that's fine. I mean, I think that's, that's, it's important to have and be able to access and know that aspect of our masculinity. But what about the other part of our masculinity that's also, um, there that is ignored because we're only trying, we're only aspiring to those three ways of being provider, protector, conqueror. So, um, what happens uh, about the other things? Like, what about being patient, being kind, being generous, being humble? All those different things, all those ways of being that are also inside of us, that also make make us human being, a human being. But also, when we access those other um, types of skills and live with them and get to know them and exercise them, then we really become a force for humanity. And that force for humanity is you know, from that realm of like connecting with people from that realm of the self and the self is there's, there's eight C's of the self. And, um, you know, these, uh, these eight C's, uh, here they are, right? So this is the self. So, you know, um, connection is, is, uh, is like is connect is, is first is you got to connect to something, right? This will help to calm you down, right? This will naturally pique your curiosity. It'll bring forth more creativity. It naturally provides as you get to know yourself and the self energy a little bit more, you become more confident. You develop more courage, right? And you also develop and, or just, it's already in there, the self, but you live and access and act more compassionately as well. This is the self and when we get to that self and this could be that what that first moment is that you get the, to the clarity of that self and you're able to experience and you know really experience that self energy because of the amount of clarity and and there's a kind of um a, like a deeper knowing that this is like oh this is like what who i am um and that then we can access self-leadership and that's when we really start to kick ass. That's when we really begin to do fantastic things with our lives, but not just for ourselves. We do it for other people because we, we know by uh, um, getting to know and taking steps to deepen our relationship to the self, experiencing that self energy, right? And expressing ourselves, you know, in self-leadership, um, it just, we just naturally um, step in to like a servant leadership role. Um, because we understand that uh, everybody wins at the game of life. And when I can help other people win, I win. And uh, instead of it being this hyper-competitive, hyper-masculine kind of competitive nature where I must win, I must kill, I must crush, I, whatever that is, right? Trust me, there's enough to go around for everybody. Don't just trust me. It's written in every single scripture that's ever been written about like the divine um, and... Uh, 
whatever you want to call that, that universal intelligence that's around us, that's of us, and connects all of us at the same time. So let's talk about um, what those first step, what the foot on the path can look like. And uh, what's really important about doing this and about um, living in this way and creating more of that clarity and discovering more of that self and that self-energy and that self-leadership is making the time to practice. And I'll talk about what these practices can look like, but making the time and staying consistent with it. And, uh, and it doesn't have to be anything major, right? Everybody I know New Year's is coming up and everybody wants to do like 10 or 20 different things in order to improve their life, right? And, you know, studies show that, you know, around three weeks or the third, fourth week of January, you know, about 80% of the population has lost their commitment uh, to their um to the resolutions and by the end of March about you know 95% of everybody has lost those uh, resolutions and, and and are just back to the way of doing things right so again make the time stay consistent um, so what can help us to stay on that path but also continually create more of this clarity is getting into our body this can look like this can look in many different ways just it could be simple Start that one thing, small is all. So getting in your body, right? And staying, getting in your body does, does means giving, providing some stress to your body. So uh, it begins to release the uh, strain and stress and kind of the office hun- hunching or tech postures, if you will, that we continually live with on a daily basis because of how we live live our lives. Like if you're living a life where, you know, you're just going from lying down in bed in the morning, right, to walking to the shower, to the kitchen and taking care of your basic needs, right? So then you can go walk to your car, sit in your car, get out of your car, walk to your desk, right? Sit at your desk for, you know, eight or nine hours, get up, right? Maybe, you know, have lunch in there, walk a couple more times, and walk and sit, walk and sit, you know, uh, walk and sit back in your car, drive home, you know, like we just keep accessing the same behaviors in the body. So we're losing that strength that we need, you know, in order to, um, you know, like get our heart working and get our blood pumping and optimize our body. Um, but we also like when you, if you do some sort of practice, like whether I don't care, it doesn't matter what it is, get on the treadmill for a consistent amount of time or do a Peloton or just start taking a strenuous walk. Like instead of maybe not a flat walk, you know, like go up around some hills and get that heart rate going. Or maybe you step into a yoga class and this dude that I met, um, you know, from Philadelphia, the second guy that kind of was waking waking up, like he went um, and actually started talking to his therapist. That's one thing he started to do, and that started to move things around for him. And I'll come back and talk about that in a second. But his therapist also recommended like, hey, why don't you try to take a yoga class? You know, mix it up a little bit. He started taking yoga. And uh, he, in the process of taking yoga, He's having more clarity. He is releasing, you know, not just the fog of distress in your mind, but he's, he's releasing the fog of distress, right? And the fog of stress from his body by opening his body, exercising his body, creating, um, get, you know, shifting the patterns of movement in the body. And this is what's so wonderful about taking a yoga class or um, is, you know, there's a natural strength and flexibility, which creates stability. Um, that's part of the practice, right? But also it, it, it helps you to, again, establish or not even establish to un, 
wire the body of the patterns is in create a natural like alignment and harmony within the body i can't speak about it enough but get in your body some way is super key another way is get back to nature right uh just getting out taking a hike you know maybe once a week or going for a long walk in the woods uh is going to be great for the mind and the body but also taps you into the natural stillness and peace and patience that is part of nature and we kind of get reminded just by being in the energy of nature um you know forest bathing you probably already heard of it if you haven't you know don't listen to you know go look it up forest bathing um just getting in the forest, getting, you know, getting down on the ground, like, you know, another great way to get back to nature, go do some gardening, you know, get your hands literally in the dirt, um, change your mag- magnetic frequency polarity between within you and the earth and kind of get back to more of a neutral and grounded, you know, what I think is called grounding, um, state of being in mind. Walking barefoot is fantastic outside in the grass, even just a great way, like maybe get out there and walk barefoot, you know, in between, you know, little short breaks that you're designing for yourself in order to continually create that clarity that you're looking for, you know, in the middle of the workday or something like that. Taking in the sunrise, the sunset, um, get back to nature is, is the key message here. Uh, but do it with making your body, the flesh of you, making as much contact with the, with the earth as, as possible. And then we have a, how about just get more sleep? You know, get more sleep. Like the, uh, the, the scientists, um, and the doctors that have been on our show that talking about sleep, um, seven to nine hours of sleep every night is preferably for 95% of the population. Um, get your rest uh, and it's and protect your sleep as well. So no heavy meals before you go to bed, no sugar for sure, no ca- caffeine like hours, like 10 hours before you go to bed, but also no alcohol. Alcohol uh, diminishes your body's ability to sleep deeply right we have a deep sleep cycle we have a REM cycle we have an awake cycle and we kind of move through these different um these different you know it's kind of like a 90 minute cycle like 30 in 30 off 30 on you know so uh we kind of weave through these cycles typically several times throughout the evening uh you know so we get the physical restoration and that deep sleep mode um and, uh, and then we get also the mental restoration in the REM sleep mode. And then the light sleep just kind of balances it all out. And then we go back into the deep, back into the REM. So get your sleep and protect your sleep. And sleep consistency is key as well, like as far as like going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time. I didn't make this stuff up. Like I wish it could be different. Um, but if you want to be badass and you really want to have a fantastic um, upcoming year, just a fantastic life, and continually move that clarity through, get your sleep. Breathe. I mean, this is like, uh, you know, I mean, this is, this is, this is the, the foundation of any, kind, of any uh, clarity practice, or any, any of these practices, is getting to know your breath. Because this is what helps you to support that natural calm and peacefulness that is a within us. But we have to let go of the stress and anxiety, right? In order to let go of the stress and anxiety, we must get to know our breath, deepen our breath, meaning getting our breath down into our belly, slowing the breath down, taking control of our breath so we can get away from that sympathetic nervous system that is driving uh, all of that circus of the f- that's within the fog of distress that I was alluding to earlier. Um you know, so if you, this could be your practice, just sitting five minutes every day, or maybe do this 
this five minutes three or four times a day and just sit and find a nice smooth deep quality of breath um or maybe you do the inner fire breath like you know just jump right in and do something like wim hof inner fire breathing uh and just you know go off the deep end right away like it's only going to help you uh to transform even more so breathe 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 and uh find time every day to breathe uh to create that clarity and and keep a, a sure foot on the path for sure journaling uh i mean god this is uh i don't know i don't know every great man out there uh that has ever lived has kept a journal i mean maybe you know maybe there's that one three ten people that haven't over the lifetime of humanity um but um or the modern world or even kind of more of the ancient past. Um, <laughs> so but I think you get my point here. Start a conversation with yourself by journaling. And, uh, you know, one thing that I hear about journaling and people journaling is, um, you know, they get nervous. Uh, I think it comes from our schooling, our grade school or whatever, middle school, high school, where we get it, you know, we, we, we create or give our best effort for whatever book report or whatever, you know, creative writing class that we're doing. And it comes back with, you know, a bunch of red marks on it and checks marks and all these kind of corrections and, and like, and, and a C or a D or like a, a B, you know, whatever your terrifying grades are, or maybe it's an A minus, oh God forbid. Right. Um, so we kind of get into this relationship to ourselves and writing as, am I doing good or am I doing bad? You know, um, instead of looking over your shoulder while you're writing, uh, just write. There's like no wrong when you're journaling. Um, and what can you journal? I mean, there's no shortage of exercises that you can do in order to journal. Um, you know, you can just write about your day, write about uh, your visions, write about how you're going to take steps towards those visions, write about, you know, maybe a distressful time that you've had, you know, it, it, during the day. And, and uh, take a step back, zoom out and look about, you know, look at like, how do you want to be in that situation next time? What can you do differently in that situation next time? But the more that you're in this conversation through journaling with yourself, and it's not, you know, it's, and I would suggest getting a pen and paper, getting out of your computer, get out of the digital realm, like as much as you can. Um, you know, even when you're earthing or whatever like that, like, you know, leave your iPod and shit at home if you can. Just go out and hear nature as it is instead of being distracted by your podcast, which amps you up or, you know, even like sounds of nature while you're walking in nature. It's like, just, just be with nature as it is. And same thing with journaling. Um, just um, stay in that realm of journaling. Uh, and this could be a great way to start your day, a great way to end your day with like self-reflecting uh, or just like, you know, write a poem, you know, whatever it is. Another way, uh, stay on the path. And, um, this is a foundation for any major, um, you know, mindfulness practitioner is meditation, right? Develop a meditation practice, uh, as soon as you can. And, uh, it's going to, it could be very challenging to start a meditation practice. We're going to have a meditation program that we're going to launch in 2024 to help you like a beginning meditation practice. Um, just, it's good. It's tough to stay consistent, uh, but it doesn't have to be very long. Just sitting for five, seven, eight minutes, you know, working way up to like 20 minutes or even more 30 minutes, even twice a day. But meditation is going to help you to access a natural state of stillness that is of all things. Um, you know, all the little gaps between the words that I'm saying, only ex the only way you're able to hear 
and decipher and distinguish the words that are coming out of my mouth is because of the gas, the gap, the gases, right? The gaps and the pauses that exist um, between them. And those gaps and pauses are silence, are stillness. And this is where, you know, uh, this is where everything comes from, from that place. The Big Bang, right? <laughs> well, where'd the bang come from? The bang came from stillness. So the more that you're able to um, access stillness, sit and meditate, get to know your breath, and that could just be your practice for years, just sitting and focusing on your breath. Um, so can't uh, stress meditation enough. Um, it's, it's something I do every day, 20 minutes, um, 22 minutes, um, and um, it's just a nonstop practice, not something I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to improve, if anything, like I'm trying to improve the length of presence that's within my meditation or just being aware of things as they are and surrendering instead of trying my, you know, letting my mind comment and criticize and tear down and judge everything that's part of my life, including myself. <clears throat> um, cool. Um, let's, uh, okay. Hey, you want to go Here's a, Yeah. Going further. Um, so maybe hire a coach or a teacher, um, you know, get back to being a student of life instead of trying to, you know, command and dictate and, you know, control life. I mean, it's like control is an illusion. And uh, when you kind of step back and take the seat of a student and develop uh, that humility that's required to be a student and learn again, that's going to require listening as well. Um, and, you know, practice like, you know, it's going to, you have to ask questions. There's a sense of vulnerability. So there's a lot that um, a, a coach and a teacher and you being the student again uh, with that coach or with that teacher is fantastic. Um, so, yeah, if you want to work one-on-one, -on -one, um, you know, I'm here. I know, shameless plug, but, you know, this is what I do. And I would like to see you, again, be more badass and, and, and be that holistic man and the holistic woman, a holistic person. Um, so if you need some help, um, find a coach or I'd love to help you. Let me know. Uh, coming back to that therapist that I mentioned, or, or like not the therapist, but just therapy in general, uh, is a it's a fantastic way to start. I think, and it's an easy way for everyone to start. And why therapy? I've you know I've, I've done therapy for like seven or eight years in the past. It's been a while since I've had a therapist, but um, I definitely want to talk to someone in 2024 um, because what that space does when you have a therapist and a therapist that you trust and, and you can really be with and sit with is a good therapist is going to create a space for you to open up, for you to release, for you to, you know, relax from all the pressures of who you should be, what you should be doing, what it should all look like, and really talk about your shit. Uh, and this is what happened to my friend from Philly that I just saw on Friday. He started seeing a therapist and just started emoting right energy and motion emotion right what is emotion what does you know emoting mean it's like you know talking about your feelings right you know expressing your feelings um and by doing that you're moving you know the emotion energy and motion uh, in you through you and outside of you so therefore it's no longer trapped in your mind or trapped in your body as much so you naturally begin to create a, uh, a sense of clarity because your capacity to absorb and experience different energy is now available because that energy that's been keeping you stuck, right? By not talking about your stuff and keeping it wrapped, you know, all up in your mind and your body, things begin to change. Um, so therapy is just fantastic. Um, 
And this can naturally create some clarity if you have a great therapist because they can really talk about your stress, talk about, you know, what kind of feelings that you're having. They'll help you, a good therapist will help you develop more of that EQ, right? That emotional literacy and the emotional awareness that's so important for your transformation and and continually um, stay awake. A couple more here is... um, you know, stay in the conversation, you know, by, you know, pick up, read some great books. There's no shortage of books, like new age books that might be called, but there's also classic, you know, texts, um, you know, that are out there uh, that can help you stay awake. Um, and, uh, or, you know, sometimes reading great biographies or autobiographies of people that are really inspiring, you know, and like that have broken away from, you know, the chains and the shackles of, of, of like how I should be expressing myself and how I should be living my life and started, um, you know, took their own steps, found their own path, and then started walking that path. So, uh, and this could be also, you know, staying in the conversations, you know, maybe start, you know, might have to change some friends or go out and find new friends that, um, you know, that don't, um, you know, enable you uh, to, you know, continually just living the same life over and over by just doing the same things. Um, So, you know, I have some notes here. Let me just see here. I want to, yeah, 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 good. So, so yeah, so, um, connecting with positive people, you know, is, is, is super important as well, you know, and, and, you know, and if, and if, and if you know, look at your friends like this, if they're, if they're kind of half full people, then I would spend a little bit more time with them because at least they have a sense of optimism about things. Um, and, uh, versus like people that are, you know, kind of dark and, you know, the glass is half empty all the time. So, you know, you can work with the heroes, what I'll say, you know, the glass, glass half full, taking control of their life, or you can like kind of go out and kind of live and, 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 and swim in the waters of, of the glasses, half empty victim kind of people. So, you know, um, you know, you're, yeah, so just be careful with kind of the friends that you keep because, uh, like, uh, my friend, uh, you know, that uh, my first friend that I talked about woke, woke up, he sent me a message. He's like, I've been trying to talk to my friends about this awakening, but they all think I'm crazy. <laughs> so, like, so you're going to experience some of that resistance as well um, because what happens with people, and from my experience, as I start to change, I start to live more of that self and, you know, you know, walk on my own path with self-leadership, um, you know, uh, through practicing, getting to know myself and, um, you're going to get criticized, uh, because when you wake up, you know, other human beings, regardless of who they are, it wakes them up in some way because they see the light go on in you and they also have that same light in them and they might be ignoring that light. And one way to kind of, you know, stay in there, you know, keep that light off for them is trying to diminish your light. And that's what they'll try to do with the criticism, the jokes, the offhanded jokes, or, oh, hey, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. You know, I had a a hell of a time um, shifting from a good, comfortable corporate job in Philadelphia with a pharmaceutical company, shifting to New York and taking, you know, know, uh, life, uh, you know, on on my own, grabbing, you know, the horns, like they say, and walking my own path. Um, and I was an actor for years here in New York and it really helped me to open up and understand myself in a great way. And, you know, about art, it was, it was one of the best times of my life. It was challenging, but my God, I'd go back and see my friends or my family and they'd be, you know, calling me, you know, whatever. I mean, all sorts of different names that, you know, are just trying to like 
the, it, you know, it's an invitation. Get back in the box. Get back in the box. Get back in the box. So instead of like, oh, hey, because if you wake up, again, other people uh, will wake up as well. And that's very threatening for people, especially, uh, you know, I mean, it just is. I think you, you, you kind of feel what I'm saying here. Um, and I hope you are. But also like what will come with like, they'll try guilt you and, 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 um, and shame you in some way. Um, you know, and also the last piece about other people is know that this is not them, right? Um, that's not them. That's not their hearts that are speaking to you. They're acting out of fear because if they, again, if they see you changing, then that means they can change and change is hard. Uh, okay. Last, um, couple more things here. Um, you know, maybe you need to, um, to get escape, you know, go escape somewhere, you know, go do a retreat. Um, you know, do an immersion dive into whatever curiosity that you that you particularly have, whatever that first step is look like looks like. Like maybe go in, you know, take like an immersive weekend or a week or something like that. You know, um, you know, get away from you know your typical surroundings and the typical you know people and the typical behaviors that you express because of the environment that the typical environment that you're in. Um, so you know, and also another shameless plug: we have a we have a uh, lead well to be well retreat uh, in May 2024. So maybe jump into that. We already have eight or nine people signed up, and it's only December right now. So um, you know, head to mentalkingmindfulness.com <laughs> to find out more. Uh, so uh, great, or you know, one way to escape, and you know, I am. This has helped me. Uh, you know, do your own research. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not recommending this. But what I have done to wake up and to turn on more lights on the inside, because there's more than just one, it seems like there's one eternal one, but there's other ones that the different rooms, I guess, that I'm walking through as more doors keep opening uh, and more lights keep turning on as I kind of walk to the eternal, like uh, the Atman, right? The soul, the self, the divine, you know, the peacefulness that's within all of us. Um, so maybe do something, a psychedelic retreat. Beckley Retreats, who's been on our show before, uh, has some great psilocybin retreats. Uh, another organization, if you're a veteran, is um, Heroic Hearts Project. They do ayahuasca ceremonies in um, Mexico. So um, maybe that'll be part of your path as well. Um, and I highly recommend, if you can, um, yeah, I guess I shouldn't recommend, you know what I mean? Like, it's helped me read about it, study it, um, and then go and do it couple more here before I close is turn off the news. I mean, the, the news is just the narrative. Uh, there's nothing new about the news. It seems to be, you know, um, the same things hashed over and over and over and over and over again, again and again, but just said in a different way in a different time, you know, and attached to a different, um, you know, um, con, you know, content, <laughs> different con, same context, uh, different content kind of thing. Um, and you know, what do they do? I mean, they need to make profits as well. And what sells, um, is fear and uh, what bleeds leads. So, you know, and we, when I'm watching images of fear and, and destruction and people dying and, you know, and the world is always coming to a close, uh, I'm not feeling too good about myself and I'm definitely not feeling that clarity, um, because I'm clouded by fear and that fog of distress. So turn off the news, turn off social media, uh, or utilize those things like social media in particular to benefit you, to create more inspiration, to create more aspirations, to create more calm, to create more joy and happiness instead of getting all racked up in the FOMO and, you know, the celebrity lifestyle that, um, you know, apparently every single person on this planet should be living. Uh, and last here is, um, our, yeah, so I would just cut out the alcohol. Like it's, uh, it's a depressant. 
it's destructive. It's a poison for the body. And I'm not, this is, this is what, you know, <laughs> this is what science has shown, not just me talking. So, uh, you know, the fog of distress is a, is a form of depression. And uh, what could be keeping you um, dipping down into that fog of distress um, is alcohol. So uh, maybe that's where you start, you know, getting into a 12-step program, maybe just putting down alcohol for um, a certain amount of time um, and, uh, and just see what clarity it can create or maybe create a different relationship um, to, uh, to you on alcohol. Um, pick your spots. Like I'm just usually a Friday kind of thing. You know, I just a couple beers on Friday with the guys and that's it. But during the week, nothing. Holidays, you know, different story, you know, but pick your spots instead of it just making uh, every night having uh, wine with dinner, you know, and why? I mean, I, I know I'm sounding like a Puritan in some ways, but, you know, watch, you know, your sleep. You know, uh, I, one thing that's helped me create more clarity is I have a whoop. There's the aura ring and other kind of wearables out there. Um, faceless wearables that help you keep track of, you know, different aspects of, of, you know, your human engineering, your health. The Whoop has really helped me to create the clarity I need to understand, uh, you know, my sleep patterns, um, my workout patterns, my recovery patterns, what it's required to find the balance between sleep recovery and strain. And, you know, strain is activity. Um, and then, and it's been, it's just been really helpful. So that could be another way to do it. All right, everybody, uh, I hope this was is helpful in helping you stand on the path and um, doing the work. If you need help, hey, please, um, one, you know, let me know. Let, let, let you know, Men Talking Mindfulness know. Keep tuning into the show. We have stuff all the time that is hopefully extremely inspirational for all of you um, and, you know, keeps the light on the inside. So, hey, thank you so much for checking this out and... Um, this is Will and uh, Men Talking Mindfulness over and out. Have a great day.